A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. Today we've got some great stories, and our first story of the day is from Hot Independent 1683 Let My Kid Onto Your Server. So I was reminded of this story by one of my friends. He's a great friend, but he and I are in two separate states from each other. Welcome to America. So for us to connect, he and I play Minecraft with a few of our trusted friends. There was this one time when he and I met up in his state to hang out so I could visit the national monuments there. We were on a subway just chatting about random stuff. We eventually bring up Minecraft as a topic of discussion and talked about our plans for the server. We were working on a medieval city at the time. I no longer have photos because cloud sharing was expensive at the time and I'd switch devices. Suddenly, a little boy comes over and he looks spoiled as heck. He says, hey, you guys talked about Minecraft, right? Yes, he said it just like that. I looked at him and said, uh, yeah, we are. It's a pretty fun game, isn't it? When I said it, I was just trying to be friendly as I usually am. I've been told I'm good with kids and it's just natural for me. I was only playing along with him because he looked young and didn't know not to talk to strangers. He says, yeah, it is. I play every day and mommy gives me snacks. He had a big grin on his face. That's cool. I'm going to talk with my friend now, okay? I said as my friend was getting annoyed by this kid. Can I play Minecraft with you guys? He asked and jumped a little. I play on my mommy's computer. I say, sorry kid, but my friend and I play on our Xbox and phone, so it wouldn't work. They say, please, can I join you guys? Sorry, the server's only bedrock compatible. I told him, hoping he would go away after that, which he did, but I wasn't expecting him to return. Three minutes later, as we were getting our stuff ready to leave the subway to get to our stop, Entitled Mom comes in. Why did you say no to my child, she asked. Excuse me, I asked, and then looked down. It was the kid from earlier standing next to his mom. Oh boy, here we go, I thought to myself. I'd heard that entitled parents were a thing, but I didn't know that I would ever encounter one. You told my little angel that he couldn't play Minecraft with you. Why is that? She was calm at this point, not mean or screaming, but she was accusatory by a little bit. I say, oh, that's because, as your son had mentioned, he plays on the computer. My friend and I play on the Xbox and our phones, I try to explain to her. What does that matter? Is it not the same game? She asked me, as she was getting a little angry. No, there's a difference between the code and... I got cut off. Now you're just making up excuses. Let my angel play on your server or else. I was panicking a little as she went full accusatory. Thankfully, my friend came in to save the day. Excuse me, but or else what? He asked and crossed his arms. Don't get involved in this. This doesn't involve you, she scolded him. That's my best friend you're bullying, and I want to know what it is you'll do. Shut the freak up, this doesn't involve you. Then she points a finger at me. You better let my son on the server. I shivered and just told her, no. I said it weakly in a bit of a whisper. I'm sorry, what? I couldn't hear you. She said, clearly hearing what I said, but just wanted to pick a fight. Uh, I said, no. I told her, building up some confidence. But that confidence didn't last long. The mother pushed me in an attempt to knock me over. Thankfully, I managed to stay on my feet. Then my friend got in her way before she could do anything else. Get away, this doesn't involve you, she said, trying to get to me. But my friend refused to move. 
I said, move you dumb butt. Still, my friend stood his ground, so she tried a different tactic. Get your hands off me, you pervert, she yelled so everyone on the train could hear her, but no one said anything. Help, assault, assault, she yelled. Still, no one said anything. Then she just screamed at the top of her lungs. A random man came over and says, Lady, shut the freak up. I can hear you over my soundproof headphones at full freaking blast. But he's trying to R-word me, she told him. No, he ain't. I saw the whole freaking thing, you psycho witch. Get the freak out of my side, he told her, and then rolled up his sleeve and did a little flex to show how muscular he was. And two of his friends got up as well, or else we mess you up. She was defeated and just grabbed her son and sat back down, staring daggers at all of us, but we ignored her. She then got off at the first stop she could, which was going to be our stop, so we decided to just get off at a different stop and get a bus to our destination. After that, we didn't see the kid or the parent again, and I was happy that a screaming 10-12 to year old didn't join my server. If you're on the train or the bus or some form of public transport and you see some kind of argument going down like this, are you the kind of person that would get up to involve yourself in it or would you rather just stay in the background, be a spectator, kind of mind your own business? Let me know about you guys down in the comments. Our next story is from Transportation OK 3707 Entitled parents are forcing me to change my daughter's name. My entitled father called a couple of days ago and demanded that my daughter's name have my maiden name. For context, I'm ethnically Filipino, but a second-gen immigrant, as I immigrated when I was six years old. Filipino tradition is such that the child's middle name must be the mother's maiden name. For example, my mother's maiden name is Smith, therefore, my middle name is Smith. My daughter had just graduated high school and my parents received a picture of her diploma. When they looked at the photo, they realized it did not have their last name slash my maiden name on it. They were very upset. Given that me and my husband are culturally American but ethnically Filipino, husband's like half, we decided to give her a new name for her middle name and have her hold her father's last name. I was also forced to have a hyphenated last name. Even though I wanted my husband's last name, I conceded on having both names since my parents paid for my education. It's heck to deal with even to this day. Entitled father complained and demanded that I change your name. I told them we're Americans and live in America, including my entitled parents. Therefore, we'll use what is culturally appropriate. He told me he doesn't care about the American way and that I'm turning my back on the right, Filipino, way. My daughter's already 18 years old. I can't legally do anything regarding her name anymore. I had told him that, but he yelled and demanded I must get it done. Not my daughter, me. And I better, or else. Personally, I have a myriad of reasons why I don't want my daughter to have my maiden name. A lot of issues such as FAFSA, schooling, and even inheritance could also be on the line if she were to change her name. Plus, she just doesn't want a different name. My daughter said no, and both husband and I agree with her. Later that night, she called them and told them, very nicely, that she will in no way change her name. The only reason she would is if she gets married in the future. Entitled father threw a fit on the phone, and she ignored him and hung up. They haven't spoken to me since. I want to talk to my parents again, but if they're going to throw a fit over a name and continuously be upset, especially over a name they've known about for 18 years, then I'll cut ties. I hope they get their act together. 
I agree with the sentiment OP has here. As far as I'm concerned, if that were me and that was my kid, frankly, I think I would tell my parents to go kick rocks. Following tradition is great, but if you don't want to follow that tradition, you have every right not to follow that. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Otherwise Problem 71. Father still believes he's entitled to family. My father was never a great man. Before my mother found him, he was a couch surfing bum that saw no reason to apply himself in anything. Then he joined the military and they married shortly after. My mom was successful, running her own travel agency and all, but she gave it all up for a man with barely a penny to his name and helped him get his life together. Unfortunately, it was never easy. He was deployed a lot growing up, but when he was home, he disrupted the order of things. He always got angry over the smallest of things. One such instance, my brother had learning disabilities growing up. I clearly remember my father storming out of the house with his homework after my brother wasn't understanding a concept, only to come home an hour later having torn it up and thrown it in a random neighbor's trash can in his anger. That's how little it took to set him off, and it never got better. When I was about 10, he was discharged. While he looked for a job, my mom, brother, and I lived with my grandmother for a year. He stayed at a family member's home in another state because he couldn't live under her roof because she actually expected people to clean up after themselves, which he didn't. But he couldn't clean up his act to be able to spend time with his children, which he'd already missed so much time with. Everything got worse when all four of us were living under one roof together. My dad, after 11 years of not really being a part of the household, had entered the picture and things were to be his way from now on. Not that what we had going on wasn't working, it just wasn't how he wanted things to be. And if you didn't listen, verbal and physical abuse followed. There have been a more than a few times where we had to leave him in the house for our personal safety, he was so far gone. My brother got it the worst at first, his mental disorders getting in the way of his survival instinct. So I started stepping in to take the heat off of him, The number of times I've been told that if I kept my stupid mouth shut, I wouldn't be in trouble is too many times to count. But you can only see a 300-pound man-child throw your 100-pound little brother into a wall so many times before you feel the need to do something. The unnecessary goading and picking at everyone, trying to see who he could get a rise out of and start a fight with, was also exhausting. And again, unfortunately, my brother again fell the usual victim. The thing is, I'm 5'10 and 230 pounds. I'm also relatively well-read and intelligent. So my dad was more weary of starting stuff with me because I'm not one to go down without a fight. My brother isn't either. He's just skinnier, not as quick with his words, just as short-tempered, and hadn't hit his growth spurts yet. So my dad always went for the easy prey, though I did my best to defend my brother when I could, as did my mother for the both of us. My brother and I begged my mother to leave him, but she wouldn't. I wouldn't find out why until last year. Now starts Entitled Parent. So TLDR of the past 10 years, my dad being unable to hold a stable job for more than 2 years, living off of unemployment and disability checks for half that time, my mother's mom passing away a couple of years ago, all while having an extremely turbulent home life. Last year, I caught my dad swiping on Tinder. Of course, I told my mother because how dare he, after everything she had done for him and put up with, decide to cheat on her. 
As it turns out, he wasn't getting his needs fulfilled by my mother and was looking for it elsewhere. My mother, who has been losing sleep at night trying to find the money to pay bills, who was still grieving and dealing with the loss of her mother, who was herself being abused by him, was not interested in being sexually active with him. So, instead of trying to communicate, he went behind her back. So my mom, finally, after 21 years of marriage, files for divorce. Over the next couple of months, my father now feeling free to flaunt his activities, basically uses the house as a halfway home. We never knew when or if he was coming home until he finally moves out. Luckily in my state, if there's proof of infidelity, then the one-year separation requirement for divorce does not apply. My mother got a lawyer and got everything she needed, while my father couldn't be bothered with his newfound freedom. So post-divorce, my mother got the house and a decent sum of spousal support for my father out of the situation. Apparently my mother couldn't divorce him before because, unfortunately, our financial situation heavily relied on him since she couldn't work due to her own health issues. But this way we could make things work. But due to the nature of the spousal support, my dad would need to be working so my brother and i couldn't speak up about the child abuse we grew up with for fear of him going to jail and us not having that income since he's left the house has been quieter less fighting just overall nicer my father though still believes he has access to all of us he still wants to be a part of the family wants to participate in our vacations and our outings He comes over weekly to do his laundry and expects my mother to make a full home-cooked meal while he's there and for all of us to spend time with him. That after everything, my brother and I should still respect him because he's our father and our blood. Guilt trips everyone any chance he gets, says he's trying to help when he listens to what one of us says, then twists those words to his benefit when repeating them to another. He's still trying to pit the three of us against each other so he can swoop in and fix it, though we're used to his games by now. It's just jaw-dropping to me that after everything, he expects us to still treat him like a well-respected human being, like he was a good father, and that he should never be treated like anything less. Considering everything OP and their family has been through, I find it really surprising that this guy has allowed any kind of access to that family. As far as I'm concerned, if this guy wants to show up unannounced or show up at all, that door should remain locked and should remain closed and the only one who should be meeting him at the door are the cops on the same side. This next story is from Impressive Path 7462. Sick entitled mother puts my asthmatic toddler at risk. This was last week, but I'm still so peeved I just wanted to write it out and vent a little and thought it might fit here. I, 35-year-old female, frequently travel to visit my family about five hours away. I travel with my toddler, one-and-a-half-year-old female, who hates the car, so we make frequent stops. My last trip was during the school holidays here, so there were lots of families with children everywhere we stopped. Now, of course, this is no issue, until we ran into this one selfish, entitled family. So we stop for some food and a play at a servo we normally stop at. It has a big shady grassed area that my daughter likes because she can run and play. So I get a coffee from inside and we head over to the grassed area where I park the car so daughter can play. Now we have a few vulnerable people in our family. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Family, including daughter, so we're still very careful about COVID. And I purposely parked away from the main area so we could limit our interactions with strangers. As we make our way back to the car, I notice the family spread across the grass area. One adult male, three adult females, and three children, approximate ages 3, 5, and 10, all female. The children and the entitled mother of the story were playing in the area close to my car. And when we got back, the children flocked straight to me. Then, as soon as the lovely girl, the 10-year-old who was a lovely girl, polite and happy, started talking to me and the younger two started playing with my daughter, entitled mother just turned around and walked back to the other adults who were 15 to 20 meters away from my car. She didn't even look back at us. Like, seriously, what the freak? Now, this annoyed me so much. Like, really, who just leaves their young children to play and be supervised by a stranger? I love kids, so I would never be rude to them. Plus, they were lovely kids, just not mine. And I really just wanted to drink my coffee while daughter played before we had to get back into the car. So as much as this annoyed me, I didn't let the children know. They're just kids. The lovely girl and I chatted away as the young ones played. She was a real talker and we spoke for about 10 minutes. Then my daughter, who has asthma, started coughing. So I told the lovely girl to excuse me as I needed to get my daughter's puffer out of the car. That's when the little girl said to me, My mom and dad have a bad cough too from the virus. My heart sunk but I asked what virus it was. The COVID one, she replied. Instantly, my internal rage went from mildly irritated to I'm about to lose my crap. I told lovely girl that it was nice speaking with her, but we had to leave. I picked up daughter and took her straight to the car. I pulled out the hand sanitizer spray and her puffer and sorted us both out. I sat there seething and quietly freaking in the back seat while daughter ate some fruit. We were on the way to visit some elderly, extremely vulnerable family, and I ended up turning around and driving three hours home because I couldn't risk them getting sick if we got COVID from that family. I was so angry and worried for my asthmatic daughter. If you're sick, COVID or other, and have to be out in public, don't interact with anyone, especially without a mask, and healthy or sick, Definitely don't leave your children with strangers. Jeez, I hate stupid, selfish, and entitled people. I would just say optimistically maybe it's like long COVID symptoms or like residual coughing that they had from an earlier case of COVID that isn't actively ongoing. But knowing how awful people can be probably wasn't the case here. 
and probably one of those cases where the kid is brutally honest in a situation where the uncaring entitled parents would have hoped they cover up for them. Our next story is from Potterhead ZZ. Entitled mother asks me to tutor, tries to force me to take over their entire homeschooling. So a crucial piece of information for this story is that I'm a young college student who needs money. Along with this, I currently work a full-time job in the education field, helping underprivileged and troubled teens have a better shot at college. Entitled mother posted an ad on Facebook looking for a tutor for her first grader. I was looking to make a little extra money, so I decided to PM her. Since she was only asking me to tutor for about two hours every week, I settled on an easy $12 an hour just to pay for some gas. While I do work with teens, I have young nibblings who often need help with homework, so I was more than comfortable tutoring a first grader. I mean, how hard could it be? At the hardest, the child would be learning basic fractions. When I arrived to her home, not only was she expecting me to tutor her first grader, but her fifth grader as well. But not just tutor, oh no. She expected me to take over their entire homeschooling program and somehow managed to do so in only two hours each week. When I explained that I was not comfortable doing so, she berated me telling me how this is not what she hired me for. I'd love to help those kids, but I already work 40 plus hours a week on top of my own studies. Besides, I'm not confident enough in my teaching abilities to become a homeschool teacher. I left, of course, but I feel really bad for the kids. Clearly their mom isn't putting effort into teaching them and whomever she hires, if they stick around, will not be able to effectively teach those kids in such a short amount of time. I mean, I don't know what kind of Superman homeschool teacher they're expecting to hire for two hours a week, especially at $12 an hour, but they're not going to get anything. At best, they're probably going to get somebody who's a really good liar and does the absolute bare minimum. If you can hire somebody for $12 an hour to do a homeschooling program for your kids, whoever it is that's accepting that is not going to be good. Our next story is from Phantom Thief Apollo. Your store promotes Satanism. This is a grocery store. So I've been working in a small cafe in a grocery store for about five months now. It's a small store, but we have coffee, tea, and ice cream. We also have our most popular items, our pastries. Every morning we sell $1 donuts and they're by far our most ordered item in the store because they're so cheap. Well, not to this one entitled mom. It was getting late in the day at about 5 p.m. I've got about an hour and a half till close and we're still high stocked with donuts. In walks entitled mom. She is in tow with two young kids, both about seven to nine years old. Immediately they come to the counter and press their faces up to the glass that separates the donuts and in comes the cheers of, Mommy, we want donuts. This entitled mother is your typical Karen, jean shorts with an oversized pink tank top with her black hair pulled back and a ponytail. She seems tired and grouchy and doesn't want her kids to have the donuts. She eventually gives in to the whines and complains, How much are the donuts? I reply, Every donut's made fresh every morning, and they're individually only one dollar. She says to her kids, Maybe some other time, we aren't exactly fluid with cash right now, which isn't a big deal, as we get parents who don't get their kids treats every day. Her kids are upset, but it's just the way it is at times, and I think nothing of it. Until I see her move to the customer service counter. Customer service and the cafe are real close to each other. The day it happened, it was a big Powerball day. 
which is a big lottery day in America. She pulls out her wallet and asks for a $50 lottery ticket. That just kind of annoyed me. You don't want to pay $1 for donuts, but you'll toss 50 big ones on lottery? Just kind of upsetting. About 20 minutes later, the lady comes back with her two kids in tow and is clutching a bottle of wine as she approaches the customer service counter. Excuse me, son. Her calling me son personally annoyed me. I felt the meaning. I need you to call a manager right now. I reply calmly with, oh no, what's the problem, ma'am? Trying to be understanding. She says, your store is promoting Satanism. I say, uh, what? She says, you heard me, your store promotes Satanism. I found this bottle and it goes against Christian views. She places the bottle on the counter. On the decal of the wine showed a topless woman and a devil dancing on the logo. I say, I'm very confused. They say, well, you don't need to be confused. I need a manager now. So I reluctantly call over the PA, uh, boss to customer service, boss to customer service. Two minutes later, boss shows up and I explain the situation to her. Now, my boss is kind of a hard butt, but is understanding. She takes no nonsense from anyone. Boss goes, ma'am, if you have a problem with our wine catalog, please take a complaint service. She says, okay, how do I do that? She hands Entitled Mother a small pamphlet and she writes down her issue. And then she leaves with a huff. Boss takes one look at the paper and crumbles it up and tosses it. That'd be great if the boss turned around, looked at OP and was like, huh, look at that, our complaint service just came in. Yep, that's a load of BS right there. Crumples it up, just tosses it in the trash right there. If I was the boss, maybe as the lady was walking out, I'd say, thanks again, and I'll also try to make sure to get some holy water spritzed in the wine section. Our next story is from College Kid Stories. Entitled Mother steals and pawns her daughter's promise ring. This just happened to my cousin and is still a bit of an ongoing situation, but it was too crazy not to post. So, my cousin, who we'll call Kat, had received a beautiful promise ring from her boyfriend at the time. It had a real pearl in the center that was surrounded by mini diamonds, essentially close to the quality of an engagement ring. I can't remember the exact cost, but I want to say he saved at least $500-$600 to for it, as it was treated like a long-term engagement. Obviously, between the price and the sentiment behind it, that ring meant everything to Kat. And not one time in their relationship did I ever see her not wear it. The ring has even more meaning to it now, as the couple had to separate a few months ago due to personal issues on his side. But he told her to keep the ring on as a promise that he would return one day when everything was sorted. Now that that's out of the way, here's where Entitled Mother comes in. Kat's mom is a total leech of a woman who thinks everyone will bow down to her will. She refuses to work and essentially lives off of handouts from her family, but also demands to live a luxurious lifestyle. She's the type of woman who will beg for money to buy food and then turn around and waste it all at the casino. She'll do whatever she can to get money and has recently resorted to guilt tripping and apparently stealing. So it was another cousin's birthday a few days ago, and everyone came over for a pool party. Kat had taken off her ring and left it on my dresser so she could go swimming, only to come back and find it missing. We tore the whole room apart looking for it, in case it had fallen or maybe someone knocked it grabbing their clothes, but the ring was nowhere to be found. Kat was reasonably heartbroken and would not stop crying over the ring, blaming herself for letting it out of her sight. 
At the time, we still thought it was lost, so I assured her it would turn up. Fast forward to today, an entitled mother calls my mom and asks if she wants to go out, saying she just got a nice payout so it would be her treat. This obviously didn't make sense, since entitled mother doesn't work. So naturally, my mom questioned where she suddenly got all the money, to which she replied that she did a little spring cleaning. Turns out, entitled mother saw Kat's ring on the dresser at the party, took it, and then pawned it for not even half the price it was originally worth, just so she could have the money to go out and party. I wasn't there when Kat found out, but apparently the events that occurred went as follows. When Kat angrily confronted her mother about why she took the ring, she blew it off and just kept making excuses. She kept saying that she needed the money because we're broke, and that she deserved to have the ring, since Kat had no use for it anymore now that she was single. Entitled Mother also argued that Kat was a child who doesn't deserve expensive items when she can't appreciate them, and that her mother's happiness should mean more to her than some dumb ring. She also got defensive and called her an ungrateful brat when she begged her to go buy the ring back. At some point during Entitled Mother's rant, Kat left and came to spend the night with us so she could calm down and figure everything out. Kat has literally spent the whole evening trying to get a hold of the pawn shop to see if she can get her ring back, and Entitled Mother's messaging both me and my mom, arguing that she did nothing wrong, and that Kat's making a big deal out of nothing. My mom and I refuse to talk to Entitled Mother until she not only apologizes, but also tries to get the ring back. It's bad enough stealing and selling your child's things, but the sentiment that that ring holds will never be replaceable if she can't get it back. All I'm saying is, is if they can't get that ring back, a police report sounds pretty good, especially with all the clear-cut evidence that came through in the form of texts and messages. And our final story of the day is from Neither Shoe 509 Is my mom not fair? So this is like a rant and all. I don't have a job and I'm a year away from 18. So my mom pretty much kept me sheltered from everything. Never showed me how to cook. Never told me what's going on in the world. Very controlling over stuff, especially when it comes to about everything. I also have epilepsy and don't like loud noises. Well, my mom just got a divorce with her... I don't know what number husband, but she's now dating a guy I know nothing about. A guy that has his 5 year old kid watch TV for like 18 plus hours. Yeah, he has 3 other older kids that are female, while the 5 year old is a boy. I have 2 siblings, one is 9 year old male and 11 year old female, and you can imagine, they're my half siblings. Anyway, to why I'm writing here, it's because my mom just broke her deal with me. It's that I stay one week with her and one week with my grandpa. She wants me to stay every week, but every other weekend I can go to my grandpa's where I have a bearded dragon that needs caring for and can't handle loud and crowded places. I just always cry each time I text her and I don't know why. I have a dad in Texas while I'm in Oregon. She also kept him secret from me for half my life. My dad says that she's controlling, which I can see now, but... I don't know how to break away as, when I try to put boundaries, she tramples them like it's nothing, even if I say no. I feel bad for OP and this is definitely one of those situations where, as stressful and as painful as it is, they have to push through and just be adamant about upholding that original agreement and just not giving their mom the leeway to trample all over them. 
It is unfathomably stressful to stand up in that situation, but I think you would much rather have the power of being able to say no to somebody and putting your foot down than just laying down and letting them trample all over you. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Entitled Parent story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 